Hello, and of course, Happy New Year to you. It's New Year's Day 2024, and I hope it's going to be a brilliant year for you. I honestly do. I wish you the greatest success financially and personally. I hope you have a brilliant 2024. I hope I do as well. Can't complain about 2023. All went well. We had a lovely party that I was uh, DJing at last night, so that was fun, and then got home with the family, which was brilliant. So welcome to another episode of Brett's Old Time Radio Show. Welcome to my home in a beautiful Lime Bay. And we are definitely celebrated 2024. Thank you for joining me once again for our regular late night visit to those dusty studio archives of old time radio shows right here at my home on the south coast of the United Kingdom. I'm Brett, I'm your host for our nighttime podcast. Welcome to another episode and welcome to another year. I've got Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Make sure you check them out. They're all called Brett's Old Time Radio Show. And if you could follow us, I would love that. Also, if you want to send us an email, look, do that. Don't drop us a line. Let us know sort of any thoughts on the show. Brett at tourdate.co.uk. Time now, with it being a Monday, even though it's a bank holiday, it doesn't make any difference with it being a Monday. We've still got an episode of Hancock's Half Hour. I found uh, another Christmassy one because I just thought you might quite like it. We're just sticking with Christmas just for another episode because they are so good. This one was episode 11 of series 4 and it's called Hancock's Happy Christmas. We present Tony Hancock, Sidney James, Bill Kerr, Hattie Jakes and Kenneth Williams in... Hancock's Half Hour. last time we are not having any decorations. Oh, but Tub, you can't have Christmas without any decorations. This lad can. I don't hold with them. Stupid custom. I'm not having bits of coloured paper hanging from my ceiling, matey. I spent 30 bob having this room done out and I'm not having it... <laughs> I'm not having pinholes all over it. Well, at least we can have a tree. We are not having a tree. Horrible, messy things... And you have to knock them and you've got showers of green needles all over the place. <laughs> I've only got to come running down in my rope sandals one morning and I'll have feet like pincushions. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, that's a fine thing, sitting down at Christmas dinner with no decorations and no tree. What Christmas dinner? Well, surely we're going to have Christmas dinner. No. Turkey five bob a pound, pork two bob a trotter, <laughs> puddings and with tanners in, I may add. Mince pies, nuts, tangerines, ruinous. We're not having any. Egg and chips, a mug of cocoa, and straight up to bed, that's me. <laughs> oh, but tub, I have spoken, do you mind? Christmas is going to be just like any other day in this house. Dead miserable. <laughs> so put that in your pudding and stir it. You're a mean old skinflint. Doesn't Christmas mean anything to you? <laughs> bah, humbug. <laughs> I hate Christmas. Have you no heart? This is the time of the year when one should open one's heart to one's fellow beings. The time to forgive one's enemies. Peace on earth and goodwill to all men. The time... That's it. Go when... on, girl. Have a go. <laughs> Look at her. The spirit of Christmas. <laughs> Shove her wand in her hand, half a yard of tinsel round her, she'll be well away. <laughs> Just the right size for that tree in Trafalgar Square. Pop, I have lived with you, off you, for many years. 
But I didn't think that even you could be so heartless at Christmas time. You are my friend no longer. I shall collect all my belongings and leave these cheap rooms. All your belongings? A picture of Sydney Arbor Bridge and a boomerang. <laughs> go on, then, go on, leave. Go on, go on. Go down the workhouse for a few weeks. Huh. You'll get some pudding down there. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas, what a lot of rubbish. It's a racket. All the prices go up. You can spend pounds if you're not careful. Well, I'm not going to. Not for an extra penny is leaving my purse. I certainly can't afford any Christmas jollification. More expense. Quick, put the lights out. Hide behind the curtain. Where are they, Grizzly? Over there. See them? Oh, three little boys. Oh, <laughs> and with a little lantern. Oh, they sweet. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Look at them. Straight out of a Giles cartoon. <laughs> quick, quick, get back, get back. They're coming up the path. Shh, shh. Not bad next door to Bob. That's 18 pounds tonight. I told you it was a better racket than paper rounds. I think we'll make this the last one. We'll do Good King Wenceslas in C sharp, softly and with feeling. Now remember, no gabbling, it's a Christmas carol, so put warmth and sincerity into every word. As though he really meant it. One, two, three. Good King Wenceslas! That's enough. <laughs> There's no one coming. Let's chuck a brick through the window. You dare. What do you want? Oh, swipe me. What do we want? We've been standing out here in the freezing bitter doing our jolly old nuts. And you fatty here says, what do we want? Some maters do get lumbered with them, don't they? We want some money. Well, you're not getting any from me, Hobbit. Oh, it's Christmas. Go on, give us a bob. We've entertained you with our carol. A bob for three words. Clear off. Give us some money, you old fat rotter. <laughs> How dare you get off my land before I have one of my terms? I say, little boys, here you are. Here's two shillings for you. And a Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, kind oh, lady. Yeah. And a Merry Christmas to one and all. All except him. Oh, go on. <laughs> Clear off. I'll set the dogs on you. Yeah, oh, fat legs. Four eyes. Wooden face. Spotty neck. Oh, come in. <laughs> grown man shouting down the street at little children. Well, did you hear what they were calling me? Whole fat legs, pudding face, and beery nose. <laughs> My worst enemy couldn't say I was a beery nose. I didn't get this nose from beer. If they'd said carrot conk, they would have been nearer the mark. <laughs> it's not good enough. I got my own back, though. That little one didn't like it when I called him Spotty Neck. <laughs> that struck home. Soft spot with him, I shouldn't wonder. Those other two will put it around. That'll be his name for life now. <laughs> Beery nose. You ought to be ashamed of yourself treating small children like that. Well, I hate kids. Horrible things. All skinny legs and big boots. <laughs> well, you were a kid yourself once. I was not. Well, not like them anyway. I was a little picture. <laughs> We've both... <laughs> Me velvet suit, me curly hair. I didn't have it cut till I was 14. Me little... 
Please, please, please. My little button-up shoes and, and a hoop and a stick. Small smash. And I was clever, a child prodigy, you know. I was writing poetry at nine. So was I. Well, you still do. I mean, there's been complaints in the local paper about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't bring myself to get on with kids. They, they don't like me and I don't like them. A permanent state of war exists between me and anybody under the age of 15. <laughs> I hate kids and I hate Christmas, so leave me alone and let me wallow. Misery. <laughs> Hello, more of them. Sling a bucket of water out the window. Now, wait a minute. I recognise that voice. It's Sydney. That can't be. He's standing out there in short trousers and school cap. <laughs> That's him. He's on the fiddle again. Gathering winter fuel. Money for the carol singer, sir? <laughs> Come off it, Sid. The short trousers aren't fooling anybody. I'd recognise those legs anywhere. Great hairy things with bumps on them. What's the big idea? No, oh, I'm just trying to find a few coppers for Christmas. I'll find a few with helmets on if you don't clear off. Well, you wouldn't want to see me wandering the streets at Christmas time. Of course not, Sidney. You can come and spend Christmas here with us. He cannot. For the last time, we are not celebrating Christmas. Well, at least you can see I've got a roof over me head and a bite to eat. Yes, that's the least you can do. All right, then. Twelve and six for your lodgings and three and six for your Christmas dinner. <laughs> well, uh, all right, where do I sleep and what do I eat? In the dog kennel, two Polish eggs and half a spud. <laughs> all right, then. Well... I tell you what, I'll come in and put up the decorations. All the balloons and paper chains and tinsel. That's going to look a bit silly in the dog kennel, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's certainly not going up in this house. Ah, oh, blimey, whoever wrote a Christmas without decorations? Look, if I hear one more word about kids, decorations and Christmas, I'm kicking you all out in the street. Then you can hang your balloons and bells on a telegraph pole and have the time of your lives. <laughs> and I hope it rains. <laughs> I'm going to bed and read me copy of Bleak House. More carol singers. Where's my shotgun? I'll spray him with buckshot. What do you want? Uh, good evening, brethren. Oh. <laughs> oh, hello, vicar. I... My <laughs> word, you nearly had an overcoat full of tintex then. <laughs> what brings you here on a night like this, you, uh... You haven't got your box with you. Oh, no, 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 I'm not collecting tonight. Well, come in then and have a warm round the candle. I come round on behalf of the needy orphans of the parish. Yes, I... I was wondering if you got my letter. I've been on my own for many years now. <laughs> Being a proud man, I don't like to rely on charity, but I must admit a, a few quid and a couple of food parcels would help tide me over the festive season. I, I don't think you understand. I've come round to thank you for your very generous offer. Generous offer? Not me, no, no. I think you've got the wrong Hancock. There's a, a lot of us about, you know. There's a couple of them playing football. There's no need to be modest, my son, your old man. Twenty feet railway cutting stream. We really do appreciate what you're doing. What am I doing? It's not everyone who comes so kindly open their home and their heart at Christmas time to two twelve year old orphans. Who, me? Kids in this house? No, I don't think so. You've made a mistake. Kids are allergic to me. Every time they come within a few yards of me, they they come out in bruises, you know. It's a strange thing. <laughs> oh, 
know there's no mistake. You sent a letter in answer to our appeal. I didn't see any appeal, and I certainly didn't send any letter. But you did. I have your letter here. Look on your headed notepaper. Tony, hasn't it turned out nice again, Hancock? <laughs> That's my notepaper, all right. Show me. Dear Vicar, we should be only too pleased at taking two orphans for Christmas. Rest assured, we look after them and feed them and give them the best Christmas they've ever had. Signed on behalf of Tony Hancock, Griselda Pugh, secretary. Excuse me a minute. Ow! Don't worry. She'll be all right when the swelling goes down. <laughs> I was saying, there's been a terrible mistake. I'm not having any kids here, much as I love them, of course, but I, I won't be here. No, I, I'll be off to the high seas tomorrow. I'm off, yes. Might be away for years. We're going whaling, you know. Down the streets of Magellan, round the old Spice Isles. Ha-ha. <laughs> We're after the white one, I think. <laughs> Very important. They couldn't go without me. I'm the one who throws the darts. <laughs> Look, naturally, we wouldn't send the children to you empty-handed. Couldn't possibly cancel it now. It's all settled. We leave on the morning tide. Each of them will bring a, a pudding, a turkey, and five pounds pocket money. Will you bring them round, or shall I send the car? <laughs> those decorations. The children will be here soon. I'm doing this under protest. You realise that, don't you? Don't think you've got the better of me. The minute those kids have gone, down they come. Ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> well, it's more like it, isn't it? A few decorations make all the difference, eh? Nice of you to put them up, Hancock. Nice of you to provide them. Yeah. Run a paint roller over a sheet of newspaper, cut it into strips. It's amazing what you can do. <laughs> well, you didn't expect me to buy shop-made ones, did you? Threatens a packet and provides your own lick. <laughs> Those paper bells, two and six each, that's ridiculous. What's wrong with these? Little ingenuity, that's all? Plant pots with crepe paper stuck around them. <laughs> and very effective, too. You don't need to pay these fancy prices, just use your noddle. I reckon this whole room's been decorated for ninepence. <laughs> Half of that was for the tree. Yeah, don't it look like it. Six bits of privet nailed at a broom handle. <laughs> It was either that or paint one on the wall, so keep quiet. Uh, what about some presents for the kids to hang on a Christmas tree? You can wrap up my shaving kit and my spare pipe. <laughs> for a boy and a girl aged 12. Oh, with a bit of luck, they'll give them back to me. Have you finished yet? They're due here any minute. Oh, this'll do. Sprinkle a few nuts around, mix up the cob nuts with the conkers, put them on the sideboard. Here you are, here's a tanabar of chocolate. <laughs> Now, break it up and put it in the bowl. That's it. Keep them going for three or four days, that will. <laughs> They've never had it so good. Oh, that'll be the children. I'll go. Mr. Ancock? Yes? We're the orphans. Merry Christmas. Where's the pudding? <laughs> Give them a chance to get in. Come in, children. Make yourselves at home. Yes, make yourselves at home. Have you brought the turkeys with you? Well, let's get our coats off. Leave them on. There'll be no fires in this house, matey. <laughs> Come on, hand the grub over. All right, there you are. I'll take the food. 
Where are you taking it? To the kitchen. I'm going to cook it. I can't wait that long. I'm having it as it is. Ah, <laughs> oh, don't be soppy. It's got to be cooked. I don't know what you're worrying about. You're not having any. <laughs> it's our food. We brought it. We'll tell the vicar. There's no need to tell the vicar. It's, it's, it's for your own good. Highly seasoned food like turkeys and puddings is not for young stomachs like yours. We've got some, uh, got some young chickens for you. Very young chickens. Oh, good. They're Polish with shells round them. <laughs> very novel, very novel indeed, they are. Now, you've got anything else on you? Yes, we've got five pounds spending money each, which we're holding on to. Why? Because they're not going the same way as the turkeys and puddings. <laughs> I don't like the inference, but you'd better come in. This is the living room. Cool, what a dump. <laughs> Even the orphanage was better than this. Now, listen, Titch. I think you and I better have a little talk. I don't like the way things are shaping. Let's start now as we mean to go on. You scratch my back, and I'll scratch yours. <laughs> You be nice to me, and I'll be nice to you. You cause trouble for me, I cause trouble for you, right? Right. What about the five quid? You're not having it. I do hate suspicious kids. Now go on, get in the living room and sit down. Where's the telly? We haven't got one. Michael, I'll get the coats, you get the food, and we'll get the bus back to the orphanage. You stay where you are. Why did I have to get a couple of kids like you two? Because all the kids in the home tossed up and we lost. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, Ah, very funny. Wait till you see your room. Come on. You might as well meet the rest of the household just to see what you're up against. This here, this is your Uncle William. Hello, kids. I'm very pleased to meet you. How about giving your uncle a nice big kiss, kiddo? He fancies himself, doesn't he? <laughs> Kiddo, I don't trust him. Did you hear that accent? He's a foreigner. I'm not. I'm Australian. Where's your pouch? <laughs> I haven't got a pouch. You're getting me mixed up with a kangaroo. Oh, you mean those funny-looking animals with tiny heads and big feet? Yeah, that's them. Where's your pouch? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they're not so bad when you get to know them, are they? <laughs> now, this, this here, is your Uncle Sidney. Hello, children. Mr. Hancock? Yes? Here's our spending money. I think you had better look after it for us. Uh, what do you mean? What are you implying? They know, they know, they know mugs. Can't fool kids, they're like dogs, they can see straight through you. <laughs> Certainly, I'll keep the money for you. Can we have a receipt? Yeah. Hey, no, no. All right, all right, all right. Hey, no, all right. Well, that's it. That's the lot. You've met them all now. Who is the uh, well-built lady? Well-built? <laughs> you know, that's the kindest thing anybody's ever said about her. <laughs> that's Miss Pugh, my secretary. And uh, my girlfriend, so watch it. I think we all ought to watch it. She's been long enough putting that food away. <laughs> I forgot about that. You've got a point there. Miss Pugh! Coming! Coming! Well, 
I put all the food away. And we all know how you can put it away, don't we? <laughs> what have you done with it? I put it in the larder. What's that brown stain round your lips? That's Christmas pudding, I'll be bound. Oh, I only had a little taste to see if there were enough currants in it. I bet they've all gone now. Well, if you people don't mind, we'd like to see our rooms. Of course, dear. Now, the little boy is in Mr. Hancock's room. He is not. He is on the piano stool. <laughs> He's in your room. I moved all your stuff out. Well, you can move it all back again. I'm not steeping on the landing. I know you're not. You're in the bath. <laughs> I am not. I refuse. That tap drips. I'll get me boots wet. Well, don't sleep in your boots. I always sleep in my boots. <laughs> Might be a fire. Well, you've got to be ready for these things. I'm not being carried down a ladder in bare feet with the whole neighbourhood looking at me. Old plates exposed there, good grief. After all, we Hancocks have our pride. Where am I going to sleep? You can have William's room, dear. Oh, no, where am I going? You're out in the dog kennel with Sidney. <laughs> oh, blimey, the dog snores bad enough but him. Well... Everybody, it's getting late. Bedtime. We don't want to be up late on Christmas morning. Where do we hang our stockings? On the clothesline with the rest of the washing. <laughs> Does Father Christmas know they're there? Father Christmas. Oh, Father Christmas. Well, uh, yes. Uh, come over here. Yeah. Um, I've heard on the grapevine that uh, Father Christmas is having it a bit rough this year. <laughs> So he's actually, he's having to make a small charge for his presents. <laughs> yes, it's tragic, isn't it? Yeah. Very sad, really. Mm. If I were you, I'd leave the fibre in your stocking as a sort of ooh, nominal payment. Mm -hmm. Like the free health service, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't be at all surprised if he threw in a little wooden fire engine or something. That's not much for five pounds, is it? Well, I'll see what other junk I've got in the cupboard. I mean, I'll... I'll make a personal representation to him. He knows me. We're old friends, you know. Oh, many's the time me and his reindeer have gone to stag parties together. <laughs> reindeer, stag, we... <laughs> and to think he makes a living out of it. Not so much of the old lip. Now, get your stocking and put the money in it, right? Right. Good night. Good night. Hmm. What a nasty man I am. <laughs> No, we've gone on strike. Why? What's wrong? We put our money in our stockings, and when we woke up this morning, it had gone. And there were no presents in them either. Oh, hard luck. Never mind. I expect old Father Christmas has given them to children who haven't got anything. Well, we haven't got anything. Well, you're not as badly off as some kids. I mean, you're having a good time, aren't you? No. <laughs> and unless we get some presents or our money back, we're going to tell the vicar. Now, you don't want to do that. Now, perhaps Father Christmas is late this year. He, he's been held up. It's shocking trouble he has these days, you know. I mean, all these modern flats with central heating and no chimneys. Wriggling in and out of those radiator pipes. It's no joke. <laughs> he's 
Never been late any other year. No. We're going to tell the vicar. No, 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 no. He, he may have. He may have been. He, he may have. He may have left the toys somewhere. I. How Betty's left them in that old cupboard under the stairs. Well, well, well. Ha ha ha. So he has. Look, a nice fort and some soldiers. Put them back. They're mine. <laughs> Shut up. It's all in a good cause. I don't want them. He's a right misery. This one. <laughs> What's wrong with them? They're cardboard. They're not much good. Not much good. They amuse Bill for hours. They do. <laughs> Never mind, children. We'll think of something. Come and have your dinner. Yes, come and have your dinner, you ungrateful little perishers. <laughs> well, we're all set. Bring on the turkey. Sydney, bring the turkey in. Here it is. <coughs> Where? <laughs> on the plate, you see, behind that spot. <laughs> That was an 18-pound turkey when it started. Miss Pugh, what have you been doing? You said you could cook. It's frizzled up, that's all. It wasn't my fault. While I was cooking it, I had to keep taking it out of the oven. Why? Its feathers kept catching a light. <laughs> oh, well, what's done is done. Let's get on with the carving. Here, you have a go. <laughs> oh, don't bother. Varnish it and stick it on the roof. I've always wanted a weathercock. <laughs> well, egg and chips, I think, gentlemen. We want our turkey. You'll get a taste of my curly-toed slipper in a minute. It couldn't taste any worse than this lot. Hey, look, what about the Christmas pudding? Let's start on that. Well, I was going to tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> What has happened to the Christmas pudding? I don't know. I put it in the pressure cooker, turned the gas up, and the last time I saw it was heading towards Brixton. <laughs> what a fiasco. I told you Christmas was a waste of time. Well, let's open a tin of fruit. She couldn't have loused that up. I have, you know. I sat on it. We want our turkey. And our Christmas pudding. And our money. I'm going to tell the vicar. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's that noise coming from the chimney? Oh, it's, uh, it's Father Christmas. Oh, shut up. It is. We've got to cheer them up somehow. So I sent two pounds to the store in the high street and hired their Father Christmas. I told him to make his entrance down the chimney. Oh, good girl. If they tell the vicar how they've been treated, we've had it. We'll be put inside for diddling orphans. <laughs> We'll be drummed out of the village. No, it'll be all right now. Father Christmas and a few toys will make him happy. We're going back to the orphanage. I'm going to tell the vicar. No, don't go, don't go. Father Christmas is here. That's what you said last night. He is. He's coming down the chimney. Where is he? Oh, I think he's stuck up the chimney. Well, give us that broom. I'll get him down. <laughs> he's our last chance. Anything to keep him, keep him here, away from the vicar. Come down, sir. Move yourself. Wriggle a bit. Here he comes. Good evening. <laughs> oh, sling the turkey at him. No, don't be like that. <laughs> so, greetings, one and all. I bring your good cheer on this Christmas day. What do you want from Santa Claus, Sonny Jim? Not me, you idiot. <laughs> 
The children. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hello, children. I'm Santa Claus. Oh, no, you're not. You're too skinny. I'm not skinny. I'm big fat man. Oh, dear, I left my pillow up the chimney. <laughs> I'll go back and get it. No, I'll... don't bother. Just give them the toys and hop it. Oh, yes, all right. You boys and little girls all gather round Santa for all the wondrous things he's got for you. Hooray! Where's me sack? <laughs> well, I don't know. Why do you a minute ago? We must find it. I got me sandwiches in it. <laughs> oh, there it is. Look, hanging down the chimney. Oh, yes. Little boys and little girls all gather round Santa for all the wondrous things. What about a drink because it's Christmas? No. <laughs> I'll go on just a little one to wet me whiskers. No, get on with the toys. You're half rotten. Oh, little boy, come up and whisper in Santa's ear. What do you want? Oh, a bit of a boy, isn't you? <laughs> Ashamed of yourself. <laughs> what do you want? I want a train set, an aeroplane, a bicycle, a rocket ship, an air pistol, a wristwatch, a football, a fountain pen, a cricket bat, and a rowing boat. Oh, now stop messing about. <laughs> I tell you what, how about a nice plastic comb? Oh, come on, don't. <laughs> I'm gonna tell a vicar. No, 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 come here, come here, give him a toy. Keep him quiet. All right, here you are. A nice big model yacht. Ooh, thanks. Smashing. Now, you little girl, what do you want? I want to go back to the orphanage. Oh, come now, my dear. Have a nice doll or something. I don't want one. Have one! <laughs> <laughs> She's shy, dear little creature. <laughs> Give her a doll. I don't want a doll. Well, you've got to have something. It cost me a couple of quid to get him here. Come over here a minute, sis. Hello, this bode's dodgy. <laughs> well, we've had a talk and we've decided what we want. What? We want all the stuff you've got in your sack. Oh, no, you can't have all that. That's about 80 pounds worth of stuff in there. Of course you can't have it. It's out of the question. Have a nice doll. Listen, fatty, if you don't let us have all the stuff in that sack... Don't tell me. We're, we're going, going to, to tell, tell the, the vicar. vicar. <laughs> It would appear you two have got me... How can I word it? Up the creek. Well put. <laughs> All right, Mike. Pick up the sack and let's go back to the orphanage. Coming. Now, the 80 pounds, please, Mr. Hancock. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Mr. Hancock? Yes? Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's Christmas over for another year. Yeah. Where's Hancock? He's up in his bedroom trying to work out how he can sleep on half a mattress. <laughs> yeah, Jim right. Those kids have got the right idea. I might be able to use it myself when they grow up. <laughs> oh, cheerio. I'm off. Where are you going? This Christmas has cost me a fortune. I'm broke. All me savings are gone. Me mattress is as flat as a pancake. So where are you going? <laughs> to see if the home for destitute children will take me in. I'll get the vicar to find someone to put me up next Christmas. Goodbye.
This has been Hancock's Half Hour, starring Tony Hancock, with Sidney James, Bill Kerr, Hattie Takes, Kenneth Williams, and young Michael Anderson and Dorothy Marks. Theme and incidental music composed and conducted by Wally Stock. Show written by Alan Simpson and Ray Galton. The program which was recorded was produced by Dennis Payne Wilson. Hope you enjoyed our latest episode of Hancock's Half Hour. And don't forget, we'll be back with some mystery and suspense tomorrow with Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson going live at 5pm GMT. And it's their New Year's Eve special. So we're a couple of days out, but it doesn't matter. As I mentioned earlier, we've got a supporter page at patreon.com forward slash Brett's All Time Radio Show. And I just want to say a big thank you for listening over the last year. We've been so much more successful than I could ever have imagined. And that is just, well, I don't know what to say. I can't believe I'm still here after over a year. But thank you for an amazing 2023. And hopefully we'll continue to grow. Please do tell your friends, forward our show to anybody you know. It would be really, really amazing if we could if we could grow further over the coming year. Thanks for listening. I'll be with you seven days a week, each and every week. And I'll see you tomorrow on Brett's Old Time Radio Show. Love you. Bye.